All right. Hello, Nami. Hi, Michael. This is an exciting episode because Nami has no idea no. <laughs> what we're going to talk about. So we started the podcast as like, I don't, to be honest, I don't really know why we started it, but I feel like <laughs> what it ha- what it really is though, is like, it's us processing, you know? Yes. We do process together constantly, whether we're recording a podcast or not. <laughs> but, and, and you know, we spent months you know kind of processing with each other but I, I think it's good once in a while to kind of like just stop just kind of check in and you know just kind of see how things are so I have you know prepared some topics we'll talk okay. about them and you know whatever comes up comes up we might not get to all of them uh, but I think it's good that just you know every few months maybe we'll just kind of check in with mm-hmm. each other with ourselves yeah uh, so the first thing is, since leaving your job, mm-hmm. what is the thing that you've learned about yourself that has surprised you the most? Ooh. Yeah. That's a tough question. Um, it's a good question. Is I think what you meant. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> tough. Good. Thank you. Um, um, I put a lot of thought into these. Yeah, so. no, I, that's... Huh. I'll start. Okay. So... I I would say up until about maybe a year and a half ago was so career driven. Mm. Even post COVID starting, like mm-hmm. super career driven. I was trying so hard. Um and I think if I had ever thought there was going to be a time where I didn't have a job Mm because that's, I mean, let's be honest, that's what's going on. Like Mm -hmm. I have stuff, I'm Mm -hmm. doing stuff. I'm really busy, Mm -hmm. uh, constantly exhausted, Mm -hmm. but I'm not, you know, none of that is like money-making stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I I mean, I, I would have done anything to avoid that happening. Mm -hmm. I I probably would have preemptively tried to find another job. You know what I mean? Like not to say I don't want to work. I mean, again, I'm, I work really hard. I'm just working really hard on things that don't make money. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that's the thing that surprised me the most is like, I don't have a career. I don't have a job. I'm not working. That's not true. I mean, I'm working towards stuff because I'm Mm -hmm. in school, but like, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not working. Like Mm -hmm. that's really what it comes down to. And I think that like, I've never not worked Mm -hmm. aside from like before I left for college, I think I like left my job like two weeks before I left, like Mm -hmm. that type of thing. Um, but I think, yeah, it's just, it's really surprised me that like I left my job. I'm not bored. I I have plenty to do. Mm -hmm. Um, I've also absorbed a lot of the, like around the house type of, you know, I do all of our laundry. I mm-hmm. do all of our cleaning, cooking, that type of stuff. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, at the end of the day, my husband is working and mm-hmm. works very hard and long hours. And mm-hmm. so I don't want him to, in this moment, like I can pick up that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. um, it doesn't bother me too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, you know, when you're in the moment you won't realize what you're missing out on just because a lot of my energy was given to work. Yeah. Um, Well, last week you talked about like, you know, not wanting to go remote or excuse me, (laughs) not wanting to go back to a job where like you'd be in the office all the time because you've realized how much you weren't really spending time with your kids prior. Yeah. And I think, again, that has been the biggest moment of 
I don't have a whole lot of time with them if they decide to go to college elsewhere. You know, if they yeah. decide to, um, you know, go out of state or even, you know, even if they go to a, a school in California, in Los Angeles, like if they choose to go live in a dorm, which I would definitely encourage them to have that experience, um, you know, you're looking at anywhere between eight years, to eight to 10 years, which in a scheme of things, of of what seven seven years in seven years yeah. oh in seven years yeah, i thought you meant seven. they were going to school for okay no no I'm with you, it, yeah okay. so like anywhere so, <laughs> so your kids can only be doctors <laughs> <laughs> no other choice. yes um so when i think about it like that and you know they've been you know with me longer like i have less time with them moving forward before they go oh, off to college. Oh, I'm with you now. I'm with right. you now. Yeah. yeah. But they're so young. They are, okay. but they're also not, if you think about it. And yeah. in the scope of things, if I see how fast the last 10 years flew by, yeah. and I have less than 10 years with them before they go off and do their things. And, and, and this is still a point where they think it's okay to hang out with you, right? Like they want to hang out with you. But my older one now is like, oh, can I go talk to my friends? Yeah. You know, now she would rather just like, you know, FaceTime with them and, you know, chat with them. And it, it's kind of, it's like on the brink of that before yeah, your yeah. parents become uncool. Um, and so, If it makes you feel better though, mm-hmm. my little sister is almost 22. Mm-hmm. Well, no, she just turned 21. Sorry. She'll be, anyway. She still lives with my parents, and I don't, like, there's no, (laughs) she has no plans on leaving, and it's really, she's just like, why would I? Like, I like mom and dad, Uh Uh, like, I, you know, they pay for for food, and, you know, like, she just gets to go to school and work, and like, yeah, (laughs) I mean, like, yeah, she just, as far as I know, she has no plans on, like, leaving, I mean, eventually, you know, she'll, she'll leave, but I think it's it's really different because my older sister and I we could not wait to leave, mm-hmm. and, and and you know I mean I have great parents I think it was just mm-hmm. that like that's what everyone did, mm-hmm. and I I don't know I don't know what's so different about my little sister that like she I think just has a a, a much more cognizant like appreciation of my mm-hmm. parents than we did. Mm-hmm. We also were raised pretty much separately in that mm-hmm. she's so much younger than us mm-hmm. that like she's basically considered a second family even though we're all the same you know my parents are the same biological parents for all three of us um but it's just sociologically like because she is so much younger than me almost 14 years Mm -hmm. that like i I don't know that she ever really remembers the time that i lived with them yeah like uh i guess there was a time in my 20s that maybe she would remember but Mm -hmm. like not not much i've i've maybe in total lived with her for like three, four years. Mm -hmm. And, um, but yeah, anyway, I, you know, she, they could just stick around. They could, or they might go. Right. And I think bottom line is I'm, I realize more and more those moments are fleeting. For sure. Yeah. Um, you again, see what's actually important in your life versus what isn't. Um, but I think there's also a struggle of, you know, I've said it before of, I feel like I'm not using the fullest of my bandwidth because 
I was always so busy. Sure. That like so busy that I didn't have time to just sit around and think about things like this. Yeah, no, like, I think that's totally fair. Um, <clears throat> that, I, you know, I think then I get into, oh, then what am I doing? You know, what should I be doing? And then it's it's a cycle. I think I'm still, and it's part, part of my personality too, um, of always, I don't know, it's a sickness. Like sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, do I miss the no, call starting out it at... is a sickness <laughs> because from time to time you will say things like that and like you say them in earnest like these mm-hmm. are not like jokes like yeah. you will especially i remember the first few weeks you'd be like what's going on with this i'd be like get a <laughs> life like you are crazy yeah like you are finally free of this why are you concerning yourself with yeah. it and i remember when i was getting ready to leave you kind of warned me that mm-hmm. you were like you like because you were saying like i really struggled for a mm-hmm. while like understanding myself I don't think I've gone through that as mm-hmm. much, but I think to some point I kind of had a reference of in you to like look yeah. at what to expect because I remember you at different times like you were really bored. Mm-hmm. I never really went through that because I left right before the holidays. I finished mm-hmm. up one last class, I think mm-hmm. bef- maybe two more classes before the holidays. Yeah. Then I had two weeks off for the holidays from yeah. school. Uh, and then I got right back into school. I started mm-hmm. picking up uh, other projects. We started this back in mm-hmm. December. Yeah. And so, because uh, actually, yeah, I now remember we were in a bit of a rush to record some episodes mm-hmm. to have January ready to go yeah. so that we didn't have to worry about it over the holidays. Yeah. Um, so I think it makes total sense. And I, I did actually kind of expect an answer about your kids <laughs> only because of what we talked about last week where you said you know you were really you've realized that you weren't really able to spend a lot of time with them and I think mm-hmm. uh was it summer-ish when you left uh April okay so it must have been when they were starting school back up mm-hmm. that you were talking to me and you were saying I have no idea how I would have done this mm-hmm. if I was still working because yeah. even working from home you're like I would have been in a meeting by the yeah. time I, I need to be taking them to school yeah. and like it just wasn't really feasible and we've talked before about you know part of what made our schedule a little bit hard was we especially you less so me but I feel like several times a week you were in meetings with people in Europe, which were really early in the morning. Mm -hmm. And, you know, then to kind of start dealing with stuff that was going on in the U.S., Mm -hmm. uh, that would then take the rest of the day well into the evening for Mm -hmm. a lot of people. Uh, Luckily, being on the West Coast, I think anyone based on the East Coast gets definitely the worst of the Mm -hmm. like sort of like balancing Europe and and Mm -hmm. West Coast timing. Mm -hmm. We luck out a bit in the West Coast because, you know, by the time we log on, East Coast is halfway through their day. But um, yeah, it's just, it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting thing to think about. And I am, I'm just surprised at just like how calm I am Mm -hmm. in the fact that I I truly have no idea what's next. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I think it's a little bit different. We'll get into this in a little bit, I think, but I think it's a little bit different than you because you still kind of know what you're doing in that like, if you were to take a job, you'd know the general like field and role that you would take. Yeah. But like, I don't have any of that, you mm-hmm. know, like I, and I'm also kind of now going into a field where like, 
corporations exist, but like that's not really what I'm aiming for. Like mm-hmm. I'd likely be a freelancer. Right. Um, and my hope is that I just like freelance my way into being able to take jobs that pay mm-hmm. well. Um, so the next thing is if you told yourself from five years ago, so okay. so now, 2017. Sure. Okay. What you're doing now, mm-hmm. what do you think she would tell you? Or what do you think she'd say? Oh my gosh. Five years ago. Yeah. I mean, just in the past, maybe five years ago. Like, don't get too caught up in the timing. No, I'm, I mean, I'm just trying to think, where was I five years ago? Um, I mean, I was super career-driven. It yeah. was all about... But do you think you're not now? I think you're still career-driven. Yeah. I think you're just particular. <laughs> Is that not true? I mean, it, I am. I am. Okay. I, I think for a... So, 2000, if we're saying five years ago, sure. my kids I were think you're, also... you're really caught up in the math. Yes, yes. Because okay. a lot of that is related to my kids, sure. too. Right? that makes because sense. Because they're in a different place now Absolutely. than they were five years ago. Yeah. And in, and because you have young kids. Yeah. But, yeah. When you're they, ten, when, if they're 10 now, five, five years ago, yeah. they're five. It's very different <laughs> life stages that we're going through. Um, so, you know... <laughs> That's also when I was doing a full-time job plus an MBA. Mm. Um, <laughs> and I had very small kids, yeah. five and three. Um, and I think I would I wouldn't have imagined that I would be not working, that I would yeah. have gone to a point where I said, I'm going to take a break, one, and then two, um, cause for me, when I took this break and I started kind of thinking about what I want to do next, a part of it was, you know, I've always wanted to start my own business. And so I'm, you know, trying to make that happen right now. Right. And, um, I don't think that would have crossed my mind five years ago because I was really like, I was really happy at my job. I liked, I liked it. I liked what I did. Um, I like the team that I was working with. Um, you know, I I was getting, you know, higher education so that I could grow in my career um, and continue the climb in the yeah. corporate ladder. Um, and, you know, my kids, yes, of course they were super important then too, obviously, right? But... Um, you know, it's almost like I wouldn't have known what I was missing out on. Um, especially then, I used to travel too because I had to travel to retailers a lot. Oh yeah, okay. Because um, I remember. Yeah, what, what, and yeah. so I used to travel at least once or twice a quarter, um, and so you know, yeah, twice a quarter ish, and so I think you know. I, I thought I would be in a lot different place now in terms of if if you asked me from five years ago, you're like, oh, yeah, like you would still be working. You would still be. But if you told her what you're doing now. Yeah, that person would be shocked. Yeah. Because they'll be like, 
what? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I think it's similar for me. Like in like I said in, in the last question, like I, I so what did you say? Twenty seventeen? That was five yeah. years ago. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> So I would have, I was just trying to like get pre-COVID. Yeah. Um, but so I would have, I was living, <clears throat> excuse me, in the Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have just moved to California probably. What month is it? It's February. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would have lived in California for seven months. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, same, because actually this is not long after I think when I had the bit of uh, like a scare where mm-hmm. I thought I, I could be let go yeah, because uh, there was downsizing. And so I, yeah, I, I think just panic. Like I, I, again, I never would have imagined a reality where I am not working and I'm comfortable with it and mm-hmm. things are fine and, mm-hmm. you know, bills are getting paid. And, and, I, and I also don't feel, I mean, there are times I feel guilt. I, I, I. And, and I've talked to my husband about that, that I do feel guilty from time to time about mm-hmm. not working because mm-hmm. I do think it puts more pressure on him. And that was a big reason he, he didn't want me to, to leave working or uh, to leave that job for mm-hmm. quite a while mm-hmm. uh, was just because it, it just felt like a lot of pressure. Yeah. Um, and I get that because we had been in the reverse mm-hmm. uh, when we first moved to California. He didn't have a job because we moved mm-hmm. out here for my job. And so yeah. there were several months where... Um, you know, I was looking at, uh, or where I, you know, was kind of handling everything financially. Yeah. Uh, you know, on the flip side of that, we're looking at like a few years, mm-hmm. probably until I'm really like, hopefully like making any kind of income again. Um, but I think that in some ways uh, I could have subverted some things, but at the end of the day, I understand that like really what got me here was the fact that everything I went through is what I went through. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that in some ways I, I'm kind of, I mean, obviously you don't get these kinds of heads up in life, but I'm kind of glad because I probably would have tried to avoid it. You know what I mean? Like my instinct would have been like, well, that's terrible. Like, why would I do that? Mm-hmm. Because even if I'm being told like, no, you're happy, you know, things are only going to get worse. Like, it, you know, I, I think even having all of that information now, it still feels like I, me five years ago would have been like, well, absolutely not. Like I have to. And some of that too is like, I have to be a functioning member of society. And it's like, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't feel like I'm not a functioning member of society. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like, what does that even mean? Yeah. Like, does me, I don't know. Does me, claiming income tax every year make me fu- like what what is it that makes me functioning mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah. i'm i do stuff i help people like so yeah all right have you considered doing something completely different than what you've done in the past so i'll start while you think about it because obviously <laughs> <laughs> i uh i'm not going back to beauty i have made that really clear mm-hmm. uh i um yeah I don't think I burned bridges, Mm -hmm. but I don't think I could go back to where we were working. Mm -hmm. I think if I did, (laughs) I don't know. I've not even breached the topic with anybody. You don't think they'll they'll welcome you with open arms? I think some people would, but I think there are people there that would not be happy that I'm Really? I... Are they still there? I don't yeah. think so. Oh, okay. All right. We'll talk about oh, this yeah. offline. We'll, we'll talk about it. I can't believe that you... I'm not saying anyone would stand in the way. Yeah. 
I just, I think I would come with a lot of like cautions. Does mm-hmm. that kind of make sense? I, I mean, I was honest on my way out. Mm-hmm. I let the HR person have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like personally, like yeah. I was telling them like you as an HR person have failed me. Uh, okay. Like I, I, you know I, what I mean? I remember this conversation. Yeah. Yes. So, so that's kind of what I'm saying is like, I, I, I think if I were to come back, it would, there would be a lot of, I, I, I don't think, I don't think I'd be welcome back, but that's fine. I don't, I, again, I'm not interested in going back. I think you'd be welcome back. But again, I wasn't there at your end of, you know. So. I mean, I wasn't like setting fires, yeah. but I just, you know, I, I wasn't holding back mm-hmm. because I was tired of it. And mm-hmm. I felt like if everyone kept holding back, because I was getting a little bit frustrated with certain people like refusing to do exit interviews. Because mm-hmm. I was like, okay, but you... I get that the extra interview probably went nowhere, mm. but it, there's a paper somewhere. Mm. There's a file that has what I said. Mm. So I think that's really where like, at the end of the day, I really just wanted it to document it. Mm. Uh, Cause the actual exit interview was so stupid. <laughs> I literally, they were late. And then when they finally got on, mm. they were like, well, it was really clear in the forum. So I don't think we have anything to talk about. And I was like, then why are we here? So then I was like, no, you're, I'm going to, you're going to listen to me yell at you for 10 <laughs> minutes. Um, I don't think I actually yelled. I was, I was yeah. extremely unhappy. So, uh-huh. um, but I'm actually asking this. So if you don't know, and I think I've talked, I'm in film school. Mm-hmm. I love writing, which we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm now kind of looking more at like writing, directing, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually finishing by the time this airs, I will actually be in my bachelor's. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am finishing associates uh, as we're recording mm-hmm. um, at the end of this month, and mm-hmm. then I start my bachelor's uh, the next day mm-hmm. after my, my associates wraps. Yeah. Uh, and and I think that's really normal. But I'm switching schools, so it's a little bit complicated. Mm-hmm. So I'm going from a remote program to an mm-hmm. in-person program. Um, but this is the thing I wanted to do since I was a child. Yeah. So. Uh, and you know, we talked about in the personalities episode where I have so many interests Mm -hmm. and that's, you know, kind of a downfall because a lot of them could be, you know, I love cooking. I love baking. Like any of those I I would have loved to do as a career. Mm. Uh, I, I'm just at the point where like, you know, beauty has given me everything I think it it can and, and vice versa. I don't think I have anything left to give to beauty. Mm -hmm. Um, I loved beauty when I worked in it, Mm -hmm. but, uh, I'm just ready to do something totally different and um, and really excited. But I'm asking you this specifically because of something you've said in the past. So I'm going to let you answer, and then I'm going to try to catch you in a lie. So go ahead. No, I'm just kidding. What was your question? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I, I'm I'm genuinely curious what you think. But then, but then we're going to talk about something. Okay. So go ahead. Okay. Wait. So you. So the question is, have you considered doing something completely different? Okay. So like you've been in marketing beauty specifically. Yeah. I'm not even saying beauty. I'm just saying like, have you considered just scrapping the whole thing and being like, I'm going to do this? Um, I mean, so right now I am teaching part time. Yeah. Which is really different teaching versus what I was doing before. Um, but the topic that I'm teaching or the program that I'm teaching in is beauty business management. So industry-wise, it's it's been a parallel um, move. But, 
you know, going from doing marketing and then going into teaching. Yeah. It's, it's exercising a different part of my brain. Um, okay. It doesn't really feel that different to me. It doesn't? No. Why? <laughs> because you're just teaching the thing that you did. Well. I mean, that you did that. Uh, I mean, yes. you did that for me for free. Ever. <laughs> yes. Yes and no. I, I think, yes, I even at work, you know, I really enjoyed, you know, reading trend reports and you know just keeping updated right that was kind of my jam like I I definitely nerded out and when I learned something I wanted to you know let the team know and there was this you know knowledge sharing that happened I think teaching it's more of a it's, it's different different and then the people that you're teaching to all have a very varying degree of uh, whether they're interested in it or sure. not. Because right? is this a class that like everyone has to take? Or... Um, this class in particular, I I don't think so actually. Okay. I think it's an elective, but still you have to take certain classes to graduate. Sure. And, you know, even if it was an elective, you Yeah. Because you know. like my programs, both of them, associates and bachelors, like it's a set course list. Oh, okay. So we there are no electives. You don't have any choice if you cannot get through a class. Yeah. You can't get through a class. You don't get through like, oh, okay. like you just have to get through it or yeah. you don't graduate. And so I forget that like regular colleges exist yeah. as these are highly specialized right. universities, but yeah. And, and I enjoy the parts where, you know, I took that job because, um, whether or not, not knowing whether or not I would take myself out of the beauty industry and in whatever move that I make next, um, and it was important to me that in the midst of COVID, you know, there were just so many changes happening in the world globally, right? And then the changes also impacting the industry. And so I wanted to make sure that I was still in touch with everything that was happening. Sure. Um, which I am because I do a lot of research um, before I put my lecture slides together. Um, you know, this week I'm going to be lecturing about, for instance, um, alternative classes of trade beauty. And okay. so I go from like mall carts and kiosks all the way to talking about the metaverse. And okay. so, right, it's, um, and I love that. Like I love learning, I love, and so, you know, different, but more, I guess, you know, there are some similarities there to do something completely different. Sure, I flirted with the idea, but I don't know if, um, like, for instance, I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, I want to become a pharmacist now. <laughs> sure, okay, okay, no, okay, <laughs> sure. First I mean, off, I could. you could. <laughs> it's not like you're, I mean, so I think that the one thing that has kept me a little bit sane, because I'm in my mid-30s mm -hmm. making a massive career change that, like, mm -hmm doesn't require education, but education will definitely speed things up yeah. a little bit for me. Not even a lot, but mm -hmm. enough that like it was the only choice I felt like I had. Yeah. Um, but in Scrubs, do you ever watch Scrubs? Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you remember later in Scrubs, like once JD becomes uh, uh, the type of doctor who teaches? Uh, <laughs> do you know okay. what I'm talking about? I know who JD is. Yeah, yeah, yes. okay. But he becomes like one of the, the education, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. whatever. Um, so he has residents of his own. Mm -hmm. And they, in the show, made a point to have a resident, she was a woman, 
who had was probably in her 60s. Mm. Um, and that's always stuck out in my mind of like, okay, I mean, she could have been a nurse, probably like it's hard to tell, like, yeah. you know, what her actual background was, but I, I of course it's fake, it's it's you know, it's made up, but mm-hmm. but it does come from something. You know, yeah. people do there are people who become doctors in their 50s, 60s. Mm-hmm. Um, and come from a completely different background. They're probably great doctors, you know? And I think um, I I excel in school now Mm -hmm. uh, as, you know, in my early 20s, I did not excel Mm -hmm. in school. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I think that's some of it is, is, uh, you know, I, I, I take things more seriously, but also like the work experience and life experience has allowed me to just like understand things a little bit quicker or be more resourceful. Mm-hmm. Um, but also resources have changed and improved in, you know, 15 years yeah. as well. But, um, but the reason I, I actually wrote this, so this was actually the first question I had come up with mm-hmm. is because I think it was in our very first episode, you talked about loving writing mm. and that stuck out to me because writing isn't really something that you do. Mm. Yeah. But like, why not be a writer? I'm not saying, because that's one thing that like, you don't have to go all in on writing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you, you, a lot of writers, like I would be the exception mm-hmm. in, in writers that I know in that a, mm-hmm. uh, no one's seen anything that I've written mm-hmm. and B, uh, I have the ability to sort of concentrate on like writing and film full time right now mm-hmm. where most of them have other jobs and that pay their bills and then they, you know, write in their spare time and they keep trying to like sell those ideas. Yeah. And so I, I just wondered, like, I think you have such an interesting perspective on things mm-hmm. that I don't know. It would just be interesting. I was just curious, like why not? And I wanted to see if that was going to come up and it didn't. Oh, yeah. No, so, I mean, but remember how I did say, oh, um, coming out of every, like, just crazy years, couple years that we had, um, and one of them is um, dealing specifically with um, API hate, and then I said I wanted to write a children's book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you I remember do. This? Okay, vaguely. I mean, I do remember. I yes. don't remember the title. Yeah, the the title, the working title was "That's motherfucking racist." Yes, that's <laughs> so we're a children's book. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it wouldn't really be a children's book, but you know, being able to kind of incorporate humor into talking about racism because I think oftentimes the way. The reason why we're not able to talk about racism or address racism is because people are so hung up on the political correctness of it that they don't even realize that they're making a mistake until afterwards. And then and then they're like, oh, my gosh, you're a racist for saying that. Right. Or you're so afraid of making a mistake. Like you just pretend the whole thing doesn't exist, which is, I think, is kind of the problem. But then, and so just pointing out things that would be considered racist, like if you ask, let's say, an Asian person, where are you really from? You know, well, that's racist, right? right? right. (laughs) Um, And, you know, kind of, but, but putting humor into it so that when people are reading it and also putting it in a children's books format, it doesn't become 
you know, like a, it, it's not a, it's not a dissertation right, right. on the topic. Um, so I think, you know, I was like, oh, I, that's like, I would, I would want to write something like that. And then I totally shelved it because I was like, you know, what I realized is that I've become so trained in writing emails and PowerPoint slides that it's sometimes <laughs> really no, well because I used to write copy yeah. for for things at work and so which I think we all did to an extent yeah. but I would say out of all of us for copy that made it to like find like mm -hmm. I probably wrote the most amount of copy that made yeah. it onto things yeah. in the time frame that we were there and yeah. so uh it's a different style of writing yeah. especially copywriting yeah. I mean copywriting is different than narrative yeah. writing but yeah. like I think it was an easier transition that way because at least once a week I had to write something. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it was marketing emails, mm -hmm. blogs, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, scripts. Like yeah. I would be writing stuff all the time. And yeah. so I think that was a bit of an easier transition for yeah. me for sure. I didn't think about that. Yeah. But uh, you could write it in email form. <laughs> There's something there. Yeah, could you imagine? Just like, um, yeah, but I mean, like when I was in college, I loved script writing. Um, that was one of See, my See, that's what I was getting. I was screenwriting. Why yeah. don't you just like... I don't know. It was one of my favorite classes. I enjoyed it. Um, even before then, I did, you know, creative writing that I really enjoyed. Um, I, I don't know. Honestly, I fell out of it. And then now for me to put together, string along a sentence that sounds good, um, it just it doesn't come. Everything is so bulleted in my mind. And like, what are the high level takeaways? Yeah. <laughs> what are the highlights, you know? Um, it sounds gross. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> you know, like... You know, taking out, I feel, uh, no, like, you don't feel it. What are the data and insights to, you know, yeah. <laughs> back, you know? And so I, my brain has kind of, it's still on that mode that it's really hard for me to envision doing, doing anything different. Couldn't that, like, help it? Like, fix it? Um, I think if I had passion for it to be like, oh, let me reignite this. But I, I oh, honestly yeah. don't think that it goes beyond oh i used to like it as my you know all right yeah, yeah. <laughs> so why michael are you trying to read <laughs> if i wrote something would you read it <laughs> yeah uh, okay i just i thought you'd be a good writer okay so last question yes um it's phrased oddly so if you need help just let me know but i okay. think i think it's clear thinking about when you first left or made the decision to leave yes. to now. Yeah. So you've had a lot of time to reflect and think, mm -hmm. has that core reason that you left changed? And by that, do I mean, so of course the core reason is a core reason, but ha have like underlying, re like have other things cropped up that you're like, you know what, now that I've done it and I've left and I've sort of like, I'm away from it. Like I thought I left because of this, but I actually left because of this other reason. Surprisingly, um, Either have... answer is going to surprise me. So, oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, I had pretty strong convictions when I left. They were the the reasons why I left. I believed in them, and yeah, they still stand. Okay, um, and there hasn't been because again. But I'm not saying that you've softened. I'm just saying that like have other things. No, I okay. think it's and that's what's surprising okay. about okay, it okay. is that I was, I. 
that I, I was clear about why I was leaving yeah. when I left and that those reasons haven't changed, which leads me to believe that I did leave for the right reasons. Okay. Um, but for me, I mean, again, I've said this over and over again, like there were some great experiences that yeah. I had, great people I've worked with, met, you know, I still go out to brunch with some old people from work, right? Um, People, people, old people, old people from work. That sounded only the old ones. <laughs> the old baby, old ones. If people. you are young and you have had brunch with Nami since she left, you are old. Yes, that's a horrible way to just. Dis- that was yeah, a horrible way to it describe was bad. it. Yes, um, I'm it sorry. I'm sorry if you are listening because that's not what I meant at all. Wonderful people that I knew from work. Wow. Um, you know, we still meet up. Um, yeah. And I, I, I like seeing them. I like talking to them. Um, and the work that I did for the most part, not all of it, for the most part, I really enjoyed. You know, I enjoyed going to work. I enjoyed mm-hmm. doing what, you know, we did, accomplished, and then what I was, what I did. And um, I felt like I was starting to get to a really good place place with the team and um so i mean yeah like i i didn't leave on a bad note in that sense the other part of it was yeah yeah, but i just know that you know would i be welcomed back with open arms um back at the company you're giving me this look. You don't think so? Oh no. Okay, I thought you were saying you wouldn't be. No, I think oh, I would yeah. be. They like. I no mean, one... are they not offering you a role like once a month? I feel <laughs> no, like they have to be. No, they're not. They're not offering me a role once a month. But I feel like I, you know, if I chose to, there probably is an opportunity for me there. I think it's your choice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I'm just oh God, Michael! No, now no, no, you no. sound no, no, me no, sound no, like... no, 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 I, and that's why I'm also kind of like even in looking at jobs very, 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 just just, just to see what's out there. You're so non-committal. Yeah. <laughs> just to see what's out there. I'm just like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like if this is a copy paste, then I can do that work where, you know. And so I, I just, I don't know. Like for me, nothing has really changed or like nothing has crept up to say oh yeah i left because of that too it was like no i was really clear on why i was leaving especially because it was such a hard decision to make it was really bittersweet yeah i think for me so i was pretty consistently sort of like talking to you about my exit interview Mm -hmm. form as i was doing it yes because I would add things, I would take things out, and I would keep finding new reasons. Mm-hmm. Like I would, the more I would write in that, like the more something else would crop mm-hmm. up that I'd be like, oh yeah, this too, like this. And so it was a really, it was a huge list of reasons, honestly, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, why I left. Mm-hmm. The driving force was that 
there were only a couple of us left. And out of the people I worked with, like, day to day, there was only one. Mm. And they left. Mm. And so at the point they left was when I finally went to my husband. And I was like, I, I literally just can't do this anymore. Mm. Like, I can't go through all of this again because I had just been in that position two years earlier. Mm. And nothing changed. Mm -hmm. Like, there were, there were still like we were still just severely short-handed underfunded like it was just crazy what mm -hmm. we were expected to do with like no resources the biggest being time mm -hmm. and the expectations kept getting higher and higher and higher they were trying to add more you know touches for us of things we needed to do especially across socials mm -hmm. and we were just like we we don't have the ability to do this and you know, I've only left, man, it's February. I left in October. October, thank you. So it's been four months, four mm -hmm. or five-ish months. I don't know. I, four months. I feel, I think similarly, I, I feel so strongly about why I left and the fact that I, A, don't think four months is long enough to address a lot of why I left. Mm -hmm. And B, I know for a fact that most of it's not been addressed mm -hmm. because it's the same stuff that, that's still happening. Mm -hmm. And it's the same people mm -hmm. still, you know, kind of holding the power to keep those things happening. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it'll be interesting, you know, as we check in in the future. And we're not always going to use these, you know, every time we do one of these episodes, we'll always kind of change it up and, and, you know, just ask whatever's relevant for the time. But I think this is probably a good one to end on for those episodes. But I, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I don't have any desire to like put myself through what I had been putting myself through for so long. Mm -hmm. And that's even prior to where we were. I mean, just the, the way that I got to this role was truthfully just like working really hard for a really long time mm -hmm. to get these like, you know, I, I would just, I, I would say less in like, uh, how am I trying to say this? Working behind the chair as a hairdresser is really taxing on your body. Mm -hmm. And I was only behind the chair five, six years mm -hmm. and was already feeling the effects of it, like mm -hmm. in my wrists and stuff. And I, I worked pretty ergonomically. Like mm -hmm. I, I am not opposed to sitting. Mm -hmm. Like if you need to sit, like <laughs> I, I think it's so weird. They don't let hairstyles sit. Um, you know, I treated my body pretty well in that regard of ergonomics. And, uh, yeah, I was still starting to ha have some like dexterity issues. Mm -hmm. And so that was really my driving force was to get into a more corporate role was to just not have to be behind the chair mm -hmm. ever if I could help it. And, um, you know, as far as beauty goes, uh, I, I don't have a desire to go back to beauty. Mm -hmm. Uh, I am open to working in marketing within film. I think that's a, you know, that's a, I think there's, you can be just as creative in like mm -hmm. film marketing, but like, uh, or excuse me, video and marketing. You know what I mean, though. Yes. Like, mm -hmm. uh, you can be just as creative in those types of roles, but it wouldn't be my first... It wouldn't be what I set out to do. It mm -hmm. would be a backup. Mm -hmm. uh, I would prefer to, like, work on films or TV, but, uh, you know, again, I'm in my 30s, and most people have to work 10, 15 years to even, you know, be asked a question on set. Yeah. And so... In that regard, I'm trying to be really realistic with mm -hmm. what I can accomplish in that time. But mm -hmm. 
uh, yeah, at the end of the day, though, the, the core reason is the same, um, which is there were many things that uh, I wasn't happy with and got saddled with at different times and took blame for things and mm-hmm. uh, and and never got the acknowledgement from the people that should have acknowledged that. Mm-hmm. So anything else on your mind? No. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's a good conversation. Good. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Corporate Rehab Pod. Uh, please leave us a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Nami. Thanks, Michael. Bye. Bye.